0: Welcome to episode thirty-nine of Between the Times, a podcast of Christ Church Presbyterian in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, my name is John Payne, and I'm here with our regular hosts, uh, Pastor Ross Hodges and Dr. Gabriel Williams, and we are here with a special guest uh, today, uh, Mr. Russell Henley, who is a member of Christ Church and also a professional golfer. And we're here to talk to him today about uh, the the overall general topic of. Uh, walking with God as a, a Christian athlete uh, Russell how are you doing today
1: doing great doing great glad to be chatting with you guys
0: wonderful Russell is uh, going to be leaving here just in a little while uh, to go to England uh, playing in the British Open next week and uh, we wish you well there Russ um, I do you want to ask you a question to lead off what is your most embarrassing moment on the golf course
1: Oh, man. I think uh, a lot of shots uh, come to mind. Um, as a as a golfer, you hit, um, and as a competitor, you hit tons of, of good shots, but you hit tons of shots that you wish you could Rehit. hit um, The one I can think of was a couple years ago, I was up in, up against the tree line um, on a hole, and as I took my club back, my club got stuck on a limb, and I, <laughs> and I whiffed the ball. And, and so I don't know if that classifies as a shot, but uh, I, I remember I was walking away from it, and one guy from the crowd yelled, uh... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's pretty embarrassing when you don't make contact, but at least it was the tree's fault and not no. <laughs> well.
0: But at least you know how John feels most of the time when he's out on the golf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, that was me every other shot, Russ. see <laughs> was so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way. Well, I guess you get used to. It. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, we wanted to, to sit down with you, Russell, today and, um, and talk with you about your relationship with the Lord. And you're a fairly new Christian, just, just for a few years. Uh, tell us how you uh, came to, to know the Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, um, growing up, as I got better and better at golf through my teen years, um, you know, playing golf at, in college, um, playing for, for the University of Georgia playing golf as a pro possibly in the masters growing up two hours from Augusta growing up playing in the masters was kind of what I thought was going to be the thing that completed me. And Mm. the thing that, um, really, really was just going to take me to, to really feeling the excitement of life. And, 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 and very quickly out of college, I got to experience those things. I got to go to the university of Georgia. I was a successful college player, um, I actually uh, won a professional tournament when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I played in the two U.S. Opens when I was in college, which is two major championships, mm-hmm. uh, making the cut at both. I've, mm. I won my first PGA Tour event mm-hmm. as a professional and um, and got to play in the Masters my first season out on the PGA Tour when I was 23. So very quickly, um, a lot quicker than others, I, I got to experience all these things I thought were were going to be the thing that, that completed me, and mm-hmm. you know, very shortly after, I realized that I was empty. And mm-hmm. I think after a, um, a few years of of experiencing that emptiness of, of of chasing it, getting it, and then having to rechase chase it to to try to find that hope, that uh, that excitement, and um, I, I found myself coming up empty. And um, I think that the, the one thing that I've put you know put so much work into, which is my job, and um, which is golf and, and had so many dreams about has actually led me to realize that it's not going to be the thing that is going um, to complete me and make me truly, truly fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And that actually, the thing that I love the most, I thought I loved the most, has pushed me to the Lord, pushed me to Christ, and pushed me to just um, the drive to understand it more because I realize how broken I am without mm-hmm. it and how, how something I thought was so great could actually be, be my downfall and, and realized that, you know, I still love to play the game, but um, but it's not what I thought it was. And your dear
0: wife, Teal, uh, uh, was instrumental, wasn't she, in, in leading you to Christ?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, when I first started dating, um, we'll, we'll see in Teal, went on our first date, You know, I immediately saw something so different with her. Um, you know, I, I, I remember her not trying to impress and just being very real and upfront and and I, and I wanted to know more about that and and, under, and she understand. gave me like
0: ten books to read is that right
1: <laughs> <laughs> she gave me ten books to read uh, I, I needed on the to. gospel <laughs> <laughs> and you know I, I at first I was hesitant I didn't really know what to think and I was definitely lost I was definitely searching and I you know looking back on I, I can't believe how lost I was and mm. after reading and, and understanding more about a, Christianity and what it means to, to follow Christ, I, I I slowly but surely just fell in love with with the gospel and and just what who Christ was. I mean, I don't I don't think I've read anything else or, or ever heard of anybody else who who um, who live live close to to, to that humility and, and preaching that humility. And obviously, the, the Son of God. I mean, you're not going to. But it, it's it's just so interesting that um you know that. That that I can find so much uh, fulfillment in in just these simple these simple you know first couple books that I read and that, that just led me such a long way and you know I mm-hmm. I feel like um, I feel like without these without all these books and without teal leading mm-hmm. me and God using her in my life I mean I I don't even want to know where I would be right now.
0: Uh, being on tour is uh, a bit of a roller coaster. Mm. Uh, I think for all golfers, you have your, your good years and your bad years and uh, you're, you're sort of on the mountaintops and the valleys. And I'll never forget uh, something that you said to me last year is you were, is, of course this year, is, is, things are going very well. You're uh, back up uh, in, the, in the world rankings, top 50 in the world, uh, one of the top 20 in the FedEx Cup. Um, won a tournament, Shell Houston Open, I think he won, um, in the spring, and, um, and then, uh, 11th at the Masters, having a really good year, a recent, recent top finish, uh, in West Virginia. But you, you said something to me last year that, that I'll, I'll never forget, and, and that is, you were having a tough year, you had, you had missed a lot of cuts, and, uh, this was about the time that you were doing a lot of growing spiritually as well, and your, your golf game was, was struggling a bit, and you said, Pastor John, um, my golf game has, has never been worse on the PGA Tour, but I've never been happier mm. because my walk with the Lord is, is growing, and, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm delighting in Him, and uh, unpack that a little bit for us mm. in terms of, you know, w- walking with God in the midst of, of professional athletics and how to mm. deal with all that.
1: Well, I think that the tough thing for my job is uh, it's all about me when I'm out there. You know, I I have a... A caddy. I have um, you know, guys who are working on my clubs every week to make sure they, they have the right specs and lofts and lies and everything. When I get to a tournament, is about me. Uh, the food there is for the players, and um, I need to find a hotel that's good for me, that's close to the course for me, me, me. You know, and so <laughs> I think the first couple years, you know, when I would have good tournaments, it would be good, and then I'd have a bad tournament, and it would just be awful. You know, and I just I'm in this life where. Everything I do is is about Russell Mm -hmm. Henley, and Mm -hmm. and at least that's all I'm focused on. And for 2016, um, you know, my first basically full year um, as as a a true believer in Christ and and follower of Christ and, and, you know, studying studying God's Word, um, you know, I missed nine of my first 10 cuts last year mm-hmm. and that's the worst i've ever done on you know i've done this is my sixth year as a professional fifth year on the pga tour and we're talking about results that's the worst start to to any season i've ever had in sports mm-hmm. and but i did realize you know going through that time it was it was a struggle but but i didn't feel as uh nearly as empty in, as i did in the past and even mm-hmm. even when i was doing well in, in in the previous year which i had my a really consistent year the year before and um, you know, I, I, didn't feel like I was, you know, you know, if I was the captain of the train, I didn't feel like it was necessarily falling off the tracks. I just felt mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe I was just moving a little, a little slower. And, um, I think that the Lord used that for, um, that time for me to, to dive in and, and learn. And, mm-hmm. um, so now this year, you know, I, I still struggle with the me, me, me thing. I think I, you know, the focus is always on me when, when you're on the, the PGA tour and you know, I'm a, that's the big a big struggle with my job, but I think that that year last year it, it almost makes me less fearful of uh, of failing. I mean, nobody wants to fail, and you know, with my job, it's all about performance. But mm-hmm. you know, I remember this year I was actually leading the tournament in, in Houston, and if I won, I got into the Masters. And I remember thinking, man, I really want to win this, and I'm I'm really grinding out here to win this golf tournament, and mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. But I also remember thinking in my head when I was leading for with well, a couple hours ago, you know, if I lose this, like I can deal with it. And I, and I think that that's the, the beautiful thing about um, how, how the Lord uses, you know, your job or, or your circumstances in your life is, um, you know, when, you, when you're when you a follower of Christ and you truly understand, um, you know, the love he has for you, I think, um, and, and you're consistent in his word and, and you're, you're getting that... that um, that reading and that, that understanding and you're surrounding yourself with people who do understand like you guys and, and you can just have these brothers in Christ and you know, the, the, the circumstance and your outcome, especially with golf, you know, which is, I used to be everything just becomes a little bit, mm. a little bit less and not, not as, as big. And it's more about how, how I'm, I'm going about my days, you know, mm-hmm. on tour and, and however, I don't know how many more tournaments I'll get mm-hmm. to play. If I, You know, in golf, if you hurt your pinky, you can't play. So if I have a minor injury, I can't play. So you never know what, you know, how the Lord's going to, what he's going to do with my golf game. And you just realize how I'm putting my faith in something that could end so quickly. Mm -hmm. uh,
0: How important is it, uh, if you tell our listeners, uh, you're traveling all the time. Uh, You said earlier, I feel like I live on airplanes. Um, How important is it to be rooted and committed to a local church. Mm. And what does that do for you as a, as a, a professional athlete on the road a lot?
1: Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing for me is that accountability. You know, when, when, when a job like mine is, is so focused on, uh, on, on myself, you know, every single week, I got to have that accountability. Um, you know, cause I'm, I'm weak, you know, and, and the more you, you, uh, you learn, um, you know, about Christ and, and you study the word of God, the more you realize how how, how weak we are. And and when when you when you ha- are surrounded with a job like mine that that promotes more of you and less mm-hmm. of, of God's word, you have to have that accountability. So for Christ Church and and just how solid and, and consistent Christ Church is with with preaching God's word and sticking to what the Bible says, um, you know. And then and then with with my friends out on tour who I who I read read books with, and we're studying a book on Philippians right now, and a book by steve lawson and um you know we have um guys like brad Payne and Stephen bunn who are officiating you know our um our talks out there and just you know having that accountability that's the most important thing for me Mm -hmm. in my walk you know i don't think there is anything more important than that you know as as a as a believer obviously you know um, faith in christ and is is most important but but you know, your your, your walk and, and in your sanctification, you have to have that accountability. So, being a part of Christ Church, when I come home and, and just hearing God's word, knowing that that's what I'm always going to get, that's that's led me to to this this point of, of, of my strong belief. It's
0: mm-hmm. wonderful. Well, you, you mentioned uh, already how your perspective has substantially changed about golf before you're a Christian and now that you're a Christian today. And you've mentioned kind of some of your, I guess, potential dangers as you kind of grow and grow in your Christian walk and grow in Christ. How do you uh, continue to kind of remove that kind of me-centered kind of uh, temptation that's there?
1: Man, I think it's a constant battle. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I battle that all the time. I think I'm always going to um, fail at that the, mm-hmm. a lot of the time. I think I think that the, the best thing uh, that for me that 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 I've realized helps me is is uh, making the focus uh, of my weeks, you know, you know, more so getting in the Word every day. That my consistency of, of reading God's Word, my consistency of who I'm around, um, even when I don't feel like it. A lot of times on tour, I'm, I'm tired, you know, and I and I get done with the day of, you know, playing and practicing and focusing, and we're working out, and I get at night, and we have a some friends are going to be talking about, you know, we're doing doing a little book chat, and I'm like, well, I kind of want to just watch TV and and go to sleep. But, you know, in reality, you know, you, you have to stay, stay in tune, stay consistent. And I think that consistency and, um, uh, just, just being in touch with, with the right people, um, it, it is the best way in, in, for me. And I, you know, what, I'm always looking for ways to even get better at that. Cause I still fail so much at that. You know, once I get into a tournament, into contention like this last week, you know, I remember looking up on Sunday and going, you know, gosh, I'm so focused on me and, and mm-hmm. what what would happen if I won here and, and all this. And, and I think, um, you know, you just have to it, – it, it's a constant battle. Just like anybody else in any other job, which, I, you know, I haven't experienced many many other jobs in the last six years. I've just, I've just been grinding on my golf game. But, uh, you know, that's what this has taught me is it's such a grind, mm-hmm. and you just have to, you have to battle it. You have to battle it.
0: One thing that uh, as, as a former professional athlete uh, I've, I've thought about for many years – um, was how this is a platform yeah. that the Lord has given you to uh, to boast in Christ and to mm-hmm. glorify God, and the Lord will give you different opportunities opportunities to do that. We had a wonderful uh, golf clinic here in Mount uh, yeah. in Charleston, uh, not not too long ago, a few weeks ago, where thirty five or forty kids came, and you had a chance to share your testimony, and mm-hmm. and there will be lots of opportunities to do that. I remember Frank Reich. Uh, when he had uh, brought the Buffalo Bills back for the what's considered the greatest NFL comeback, and all the the uh, um, the reporters were surrounding him, and they just you know, all the microphones were there, and they were asking him all qu- kinds of questions, and he slowly got out this uh, back the tape cassette. Remember those cassette mm. tapes? Remember those? <laughs> Way back in the eighties, uh, <laughs> and, and he pulled out the insert from it, and he read the words to "In Christ Alone." Uh, I place my trust, and I will glory in the cross. And he read this thing, and the reporters are like, "What do I, what do I do here with this?" You know, um, there's a real opportunity, uh, isn't there, as a Christian athlete to, um, to to boast in Christ, because the whole world. Is you know imagining not the whole world but a lot of golfers and people that follow P.J. golf they're imagining them themselves as you and thinking if I could just get there or if I was just that person I would have it all made and you know what you're telling us here today is you could win a hundred Masters and it's not going to fulfill mm. your life and yeah. and sat- truly satisfy it because God has made us for Himself and if we're outside of Christ then we are. Uh, going to be empty and dissatisfied, even with all the greatest honors and all the money and fame and everything, isn't that isn't that right?
1: Yeah, you know, unfortunately, you see a lot of examples of that in every sport. You know, you see sure. guys try to, you know, the greatest ones they try to retire and then they come back and you know they yeah, they, yeah. they, uh, they they, they Jordan's they, coming back. <laughs> I hope so. A little heavy now. But. Yeah. Well, I think you see guys that just. They, they they accomplish all these things. You go, wow! How great would that be if, you know, uh, I could I could you know win a, win a Super Bowl like Tom Brady and, and do this or do that or have a long career like him and you know, But they're still they're still trying to do it over and over and over. You know, obviously there's something missing. If, if you know, you would think that would that would you think five Super Bowls would be enough? It's not enough. Mm-hmm. There's a reason yes. Tom Brady wants to play for seven more years. It's because he's not fulfilled. He's mm-hmm. not completed by that. And yes. you're, you're spot on. I you know I think I think that is the the um, thing that is misjudged and not quite understood outside of outside of Christ. And people, the way they, they battle is, they just put keep putting their hope in, in more.
0: Yes, yes. So this is a really tough theological question, Ross. Are you ready?
1: Uh, I think
0: so. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> how, how many rain jackets and windbreakers are you bringing to the uh, British Open?
1: <laughs> you know, I actually packed three last night. And I packed uh, four pairs of long johns and some... Um, you know, warm thermal uh, gear, some shirts, and you know, I've I played in some pretty, pretty miserable weather over there. But yeah. I think the fun of it is, once a year, you go over there and you expect the worst, and you just say, "Hey, I'm, I'm here to experience, experience what this, uh, what this game is all about, and you know mm-hmm. where it started." And um, you just have to go over there with an open mind, and you know, sometimes when you leave, you're not as happy as when you got there. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> you, know, but, you know, that's but, <laughs> me every time I go to. The yeah. <laughs> I think um, I think the biggest thing is is embracing the, the tough weather and just just being being excited mm-hmm. for the opportunity. Not, a lot of a lot of pros that I know um, would love to be in my shoes playing in the British Open this year. So you know, just mm-hmm. just really trying to enjoy it. And um, you know, I think that's all you can really do.
0: Now there's a rumor going around uh, as our list, most of our listeners will know from Christchurch, that uh, Teal is an artist and and doing very well and gifted. But there's a rumor going around that you're going to be assisting her with her art, doing some paintings here soon, and having a is that yeah. is that true or? Yeah, so if I said that and, uh, and it got
1: out, you know, I think I would I'd be in trouble.
0: Uh, it's a new stick figure. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you right?
1: I'm, I'm a big believer of the Kiss theory. Keep it really simple so uh she um she, she would not like she does she does not like when I help and she does not need help so make make that clear that's what I said on this recording yeah. but uh she yeah she's been great we're, we're so thankful and um she's able to actually do a lot of that on the road um, yeah and she's nice. just she's just so talented and I'm just like I'm like I don't know I watch her I watch her um pain and I she just kind of does it. It doesn't look like she's trying, and then 30 minutes later, you're just like, "Wow, yeah, I can't yeah. believe that." So, it's yeah. been really cool to see that and open my eyes to some new things, and I'm just I'm so thankful.
0: Well, uh, Russell, we love you and Teal. We're so thankful for your friendship and your uh, commitment to Christ Church Presbyterian yeah. and to yeah. walking with Christ uh, on on tour. Um, we're thankful for the uh, the chaplains that are there, um, uh, one I ran into at Briarwood uh, in, in Birmingham mm-hmm. and got to chat with him, um, but uh, thankful for their ministry as well while, while you guys are on the road. Well, this has been a great discussion, and uh, we're thankful for God's grace, and uh, we hope that you will join us next time on Between the Times.